I knew that was the proper music, man. I knew it. Don't act like... You always know. I always know. Freddie knows best. <laughs> All right, man. Welcome to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on the Sports Hub 102.3. My name is Freddie. I am the Grand Marshal in this parade of ill, and we're going to have some fun today tasting some local craft brew. The excellent flow is happening here. We're going to have a good time. And I'm here with my cohorts. I'm here with Dirty Derek. Hello, I'm here hello. With Dr. Johnny Blindside. How you doing, John? Good morning. Awesome. Sliding in right in the home plate. <laughs> right around um, two minute drill. Nine fifty nine today. That was great. <laughs> Plenty of time. Nine minute drill. We have some fine guests here today too, man. Been looking forward to this, Dr. Dirty Derek or Derek. Just Jeez, every, tell time. Them. every time, every time. Dr. What? Dirty, it's the Valby <laughs> thing. Carried with D. Oh, oh, Dr. It's Dirty. The Valby thing. All right, I'm just glad to be here, Derek. Tell us, every, tell everybody what we got going on today. All right. Well, this week we are uh, joined by the local fantastic brewery, Breaker Brewing Company. Yeah. We have Chris and Mark. Oh. Is the mic on? Uh, yeah, there, there it is. Oh, there there we, go. Go. oh hey, we are content professionals. There, there we go. All right. Good morning, guys. How are you? How are you doing today? Good. Good. How are you? Uh, we're doing good. Yeah, pretty we, good. Pretty good. We, we had the guys on nice. a couple, oh, geez, I don't know, it was a while ago when we were first kind of kicking around everything and uh, liked them so much we had to have them back. Yeah, so. it's good time, summertime brews. Oh, yeah. Going to have a lot of good um, tasting today. You want Even people could stop up off the street if they want to. <laughs> sure, That's why not? That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Freddie always invites homeless people to come <laughs> and drink beer with hey, us. Hey, they drink beer, too. <laughs> we saw some on the highway on the way up there. Awesome. They had their signs out. Next time we'll, we'll just... drink for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll send out the station wagon and make it happen. What do you got going for us? What's our first brew today? Well, today we have the uh, Blackberry, the Mindfire Blackberry Jalapeno. And it's a, it's a lighter beer, and the jalapeno... Um, People always, you know, they get a little afraid of it and things like that. And but it's uh, once you have it, it's, it's more refreshing than you know, hot. This yeah. is a sinus clear, isn't <laughs> yeah. it? Oh yeah. All right. I am I am fearful of jalapenos. I'll admit. Yeah. And, um, well, what do you think? Um, there, it's definitely in there. You yeah, can, but it's you can not taste overwhelming, well. though. Not it's, overwhelming at all, but it's definitely yeah. present. It's present in a way that it, it makes it, it almost more replaces, enjoyable. It almost right. replaces like a, a hop. It kind of takes on that characteristics of the hop, so you would get the spiciness. Yeah, it's like. Um, Eating salsa and chips and yeah. drinking a beer all in one it, shot. It's a nice balance because, again, somebody that's, I, I can't eat a jalapeno. I once ate a little piece of one and I drink what like a baby. Nine, yeah, I, hey, does, <laughs> I once. But I can drink barley wine so my ears are full. <laughs> no, man, this is really but it's cool. It's a nice balance of it that, he, as I'm saying, people who don't like too yeah. much spicy or hot can enjoy this because it's it's a very well balanced with the flavor of it. It's there. You can you can have it, but it doesn't overwhelm you. And if you have a cold or something like that <laughs> and you want to drink beer, yeah. Hell, man, <laughs> this is better than any kind of nose spray, and you're going to just really enjoy. <laughs> don't spray this beer. up your nose. Though. No, don't spray it up your nose, but you could. I'm serious, man. It's it, People drink hot toddies and whatever that is, whiskey and whatever the hell. And, and if John can take this, remember we did yeah. the punishment. John, yeah. John couldn't. I was uh, crying. John could not handle oh, the punishment. I was punished. <laughs> when you deal with sinus problems and stuff like that, this is a great beer for you to have, and that's not, that's not a joke. That's not me trying to be a funny guy over here because I don't have to try. Now, when you wow. when you guys are doing this, when you're adding that, where, where do you add the the jalapenos when the in the brewing of this? Um, we we add the jalapenos uh, after after the uh, the initial uh, boil, and when we're whirl, whirlpooling, that's when we add the uh, the jalapenos. Okay. Yeah. That's I wasn't I sure if it was like a, a dry hop kind of thing, or if it was a, a yeah blackberries and jalapenos. 
Um, you get a little hint of the blackberry in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's the, the you get a little bit of a, a sweetness from it and everything, but you, you get the... I mean, I think jalapenos naturally are going to kind of take over yeah. a lot of things. I, I, I think it. the aroma of the jalapeno yeah. comes through more than the actual taste, which is good. Mm-hmm. I think it starts off black, like blackberry on your yeah. on your tongue first, and then it rolls in and becomes the spiciness. Yeah, we've had this discussion with a lot of patrons that come in, and the one time they're, they're tasting the blackberry, the next time they're tasting the jalapeno, and then the, the beer warms up a little bit, and it changes yeah. flavors, and... So they're arguing oh, about which the mystery they beer. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> they got secrets, man. They got secrets like Derek got jokes. Oh. That's the deal. Oh, I didn't. I don't so back. <laughs> you forget that one. All right, here's the deal, man. You, you obviously didn't dive off that plank. Cool beans. I'm going to backtrack a little bit here, guys. Is this available to the public now? Yeah, this All is right. in our tap room. All right, this is and how is everything going since you're opened up in full fledged now? We forgot to mention that since the last time you're here, I believe you're serving food now. We're both doing everything. Yeah. Oh my God, that's excellent. Yeah. Tell everybody the location and the times it's open. That way, if they want to stop down. All right, we're located at 787 <laughs> East Northampton Street. And we're open on Tuesday 5 to 9, Friday 5 to 9, and Saturday 12 to 5. That's cool, but it, it's living up to everything you expected it to be. Yeah, yeah we got a, it's a fairly simple menu. We uh, we bake our own bread every morning, and we bake uh, paninis. Right. A couple different versions of them. We have a couple appetizers, things like that. Good times. Very simple, but from what we've been told, the uh, paninis are really good. Blackberry jalapeno paninis, right? Wow. One Actually, huh? one of them, which one is it? The, the turkey? The Simpson. The, uh, the turkey sandwich has the blackberry jalapeno jam. Wow. And this beer is in your tap room, and it's available. Yep. You stop on down. The beers you're hearing today on the Beer Geeks, man, go down to Breaker, man, and do it up. Yep. This is going to be really cool. And I'm not trying to sound like an ass or anything like that. What I'm saying, that'll clean your side of the No, you okay. beat me to it. <laughs> Good. Well, he's paying, he's paying attention today. Oh, you guys can all high-five and rub each other. Welcome each, back, Freddie. Rub, rub each other down wearing your fluorescent tank tops over there and stuff. That's oh. good. I'm glad you're in it, crocodile in hat tubs. <laughs> what? Just whatever. And it's early yet in the show, folks. It is very early in the show. Okay, so you like this, Derek? No, this is really good. I remember the, the first time I actually had this was up at the the festival. Yeah, they, brought, they brought it up to the Beer and, Geek yeah. Festival. I yeah, and that. it's it's really it's it's really if it's uh, if you've been interested in spicy beers because they've you know they've been making the rounds. A lot more brewers are getting into them. A lot of times they go very heavy handed with them, and uh, it kind of puts people off from it. But if you're interested in that style, this is a really good introductory one to kind of get used to that little kick in it. Oh wow! And it's actually really you know as it being a spicy beer, it's actually really refreshing and actually a fairly good summer beer. Really good for. So some barbecue type stuff. You want to have us at some Mexican food? It'd be really good. I want to come up with my own brew at Breakers. I, I want to earn tap space. <laughs> What's your idea? I don't know, man. I'm going to go work on oh, it now, God. though. Fre- yeah, Freddy's Frankfurter Ale. That's what it's going to be. you got to come down and write it on the board because we have a section on the board that it started out, um, it was in our minds, in the fermenter, and then on tap. All right. And it used to be in our minds, and now our customers come in and write what's on their mind. Oh, wow. And we, we, pick, we pick some of them out of there, the ones that appear to be more challenging. Okay. And we, we oh, run yeah. with them, you know? All right. I'm gonna, I'm, I don't know if I want to know what's on Freddy's. No, no. Yeah. I got some ideas. We won't talk about them on the air, but I do have some ideas. I want to make, like, my own Huey Lewis brew Ooh. and have John's face on the bottle. That would be awesome. Nice. Yeah. Guys, be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> no, doesn't he? He does look like Huey Lewis. I'm just throwing this out. You could do an IPA, hop to be square. 
Huh? That's how oh, awesome. Come on, look at that. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Isn't he going to be in town? Couple. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, yeah. I will kill. Oh, my goal let's get right him on now. Here. We are going. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, anybody associated with the upcoming Huey Lewis show that's coming to our area? I don't even know where the hell it is, but here's the deal: <laughs> we will bribe you with Breaker Breaker Brewer beer, craft any, beer, anything, anything they want, anything you want. <laughs> there you go. One bottle per month or something like that. <laughs> See, now I can say they're ganging up on me. You know? <laughs> we are going to Breaking Brewing Company. That's what we're going to do. We're going to, um, yeah, it's a, you're going to do that for me. We'll do it. We're going to bribe people <laughs> with your beer so I can get a picture of John and Huey Lewis together. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Drinking beer. Oh, of course. Okay, now I want to point out something real quick, and we're going to get back to your beer. See what happens when I take the reins of this show, where we go? <laughs> I'm going to fall back for a little bit, man. Talk about beer. It's groovy. <laughs> no, I don't mind. It's fun. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not saying you mind or anybody else minds. You shouldn't because it's quite entertaining, all of us here, <laughs> bantering like we are. My point is I would really like to talk about their beer, but when I have the reins of this carriage, man, the horses start to run east and west at the same time. And what happens to a carriage when your two horses split in both in two different directions? The wheels come off. You got it. <laughs> well, we're still going forward with this one. All right, knock yourself <laughs> out, kid. Oh, what, the other thing I wanted to ask, what's the ABV on this one? Um, you know, off the top of your head? Yeah, I think this one's 5.5%. Oh, okay. It's not, it's, it, you could, yeah, it's light. You could drink this one all day if yeah. you needed to. Yeah. Session cool. beer. <laughs> that's uh, that's Freddie's parting word. Freddie loves the the, uh, the session beers. That's his favorite. Uh, Lock that door now. <laughs> but no, for the for the amount, you know, a lot of the spicier beers uh, tend to be fairly malty to be able to kind of hold the the peppers in suspension with everything to have that in there. But this actually is like a fairly light. That's why I was asking the ABV because this is actually fairly light and. Uh, but it still continues to have like the the spiciness throughout, and like you know the the blackberries are there; they're not uh, absent. So it actually kind of gives it. It actually I think kind of keeps it from being too overwhelmingly spicy. Yeah, the blackberries were Mark's idea. It was we had the idea to do a, a jalapeno. Uh, we've had some of the beers that you just can't drink; they're just too spicy. Mm -hmm. It's just over the top. And we wanted to. We had an idea what we wanted, and at the very end, Mark. Mark said, let's add blackberries. So just, just what you're really saying, Chris, is Mark was either going to be to credit or to blame if it turned out bad. <laughs> well. <laughs> now, was that, was that a strategic ad, the, the blackberries, or was that kind of... Well, you got to smooth it out, give it a little more depth, um, and that way it just wouldn't be, like, just uh, blackberry, and, or I'm sorry, jalapeno and beer. Yeah. So this way it has, like, more of a Probably be a, a lot hotter than if it wasn't that yeah. blackberry yeah. and get in there yeah. to sweeten it. Got to get in there to sweeten it, man. That has to happen. What? I'm not saying it on me. <laughs> all right, as those guys speak, yeah. uh, we're we're gonna be almost ready for uh, for our next beer because I think all are empty. No, I gotta take a little break here, pay some so, bills, man. That's what I gotta do. We'll get our next beer lined up. Listen, here's the deal: we got Breaking Brewer Breaker Brewing Company in with us today. We're having a good time. They're talking about the restaurants. They're talking about the the tap rooms. Fabulous. How I'm gonna get some tap space there when I develop my own brew, and it's gonna be cool. And Derek, you, I don't know, maybe I'll let you work on that with me. Sure. All let's right. Do it. Cool beans. We're going to come back in a couple of seconds here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. All right. Good times here with the Breaking Bre Breaker Brewing Company. God, stop it. Man. I don't know why Breaking I'm doing that today. today, man. That's a past life. Let go. Breaker Brewing Company today in the house with their fine brews for the summer. These are your year round brews, too, right? 
Uh, some of them are. Is there any special brews for the summer? They got them mixed in here. Dirty Derek's been juggling them around. He doesn't know what direction he wants to go, boys. <laughs> and I'm very psyched about that. You know what else I'm psyched about, Derek? What's that, Freddie? Because finally, there's a possibility that I might do some remodeling in my downstairs, man. Oh, look mm-hmm. at this. Finally been looking at this basement. Good. And yes, part of it is, of course, a laundry room. But I have a large space. And being that we've been talking a lot with Celtic cabinetry and millwork, and I saw some of the ideas that were going on, mm-hmm. now my mind is spinning, That's and I'm going to have to have some fun. And I have some really cool ideas where I'm going to go slash moderate slash extreme man cave. Ooh, what do you think you about that, guys? I think that sounds like a great idea. And it's that. fabulous when you got somebody who's a master at millwork as well as cabinetry, oh, yeah. and they're not just ordering out of a magazine and then having somebody... <laughs> oh, no. It was an empty glass. <laughs> no one spilled nothing. It's, it was an empty it's glass. Empty now. <laughs> and it went the right direction. You never want it to go my direction <laughs> with all the electronics that it, it's involved here. You guys are... That was fun. Well, <laughs> the glass didn't break, so that's good. We're good. Well, We're like good. I was saying, I'm yes. going extreme man cave as well as just moderately um, decorating and remodeling my basement of the house I live in now. So I'm very psyched about that. And looking through um, the showroom at Celtic Cabinetry in Millwork, um, rear Broad Street in Pittston, Dude, I got, I'm psyched. Oh, there's tons of ideas. I have a lot of ideas, and we're going to lay them out on paper soon. And that's the same thing you should be doing, and we're glad that they're on board here um, with the show, one of our sponsors. And, Derek, you want to tell people where they can hook up? These sure. cool people, if you want to sit down and have the experience like I had, uh, cap, uh Celtic cabinetry and millwork place to be because now I have all these fabulous ideas. I'm going to have custom made moldings and stuff like that. I'm so psyched out. Custom everything. Custom everything, man. That's what you got to do. Well, see, I've just been real hot on the corners and edging around the uh, area. So that's why I'm, I'm so focused. The, the piece, the you resistance. You got it, man. You got yes. it. <laughs> sure. If you want to get in touch with them, they can come out. Uh, you know, even if you're even if you're not doing a home, if you're doing a bar, any kind of thing like that, you're going to get in touch with them. It's 570 654 Six one. That's Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. And the guy's nuts. It's a good time. <laughs> it's a real good time. Fits in very well with us. Great stories. <laughs> he is also endowed with the gift of gab, and he knows what he's talking about over 40 years uh, in the business. And uh, it was a fun experience for me. It could be for you as well at Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. Do that up. All right, what do we got next? What are we pouring now? Uh, right now we got... Well, what we didn't spill, <laughs> we have our sour tomato. Um, it's a new one that we did this summer. We were playing around with some sour beers last year, and we were kicking the idea around doing another one, and we said, let's do something summery with it. So we said tomatoes. So we used uh, Roma tomatoes in this. Okay. Um, they come through a little bit at the end. Depends on uh, the temperature of the beer and, and you know how warmed up it is and, and who we are. Some, some people say they don't get the tomato, but I get tomato. This morning I'm tasting it a lot. Um, yeah, it, and as I was going to ask you, that was the first thing I wanted to ask was what kind of tomatoes did you use in this? Because some are going to be a little more pungent than others, but yeah, no, this you know that, that <laughs> I think for the, for the person out there that hears tomato beer and thinks you know like uh, clamata, no, <laughs> nothing like that, nothing like that. Well, the at first all. thing I thought of was you'd say sour tomato. I'm like, you got bad tomatoes and put them in <laughs> yeah. beer. It's a, it's a sour made with tomatoes. Yes. Did you say clamata juice? <laughs> There's that. Uh, who who puts it in the can? The, I think- is I it Bud Light? I think it's Bud Light that has, like, the, oh, yeah, it's... I was watching an episode of South Park, 
where it was the vamp kids against the goth kids. Yep. <laughs> and that's what they do. They go shopping at Hot Topic and buy vamp gear and drink Clamata juice. And that's their blood. Ooh. Yeah, th this is nothing like that. I, I will put, if anyone hears that and kind of has that as an image in their head, it's nothing like that. No one's blood is in the spirit, yeah, right? It's actually, you wouldn't even, looking at this, you wouldn't even know there's tomatoes in it. Doesn't have any kind of appearance of of a, a tomato at all in this. There's no yeah. red or, or anything like that. Um, it would have been kind of neat if the red came through, but yeah. it didn't. It, well, we you know we juiced up a bunch of tomatoes and added them in there. Um, uh, but as far as the sour go, it's a pretty refreshing sour beer. Oh yeah. Um, it's not Bretomyces or anything like that. It's a sour mash. Um, we do a two day sour mash on that. And uh, it's it's just a nice beer. I like I like mixing this beer with like a higher ABV uh, IPA or something like that because you get the, the 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 bitter and then you get the sour mixed together and it makes a pretty nice combination. Yeah, it'll cut it. I like the combination on this because it's a very dry sour to start with, yeah. and then you get the sweetness and I get the tomato at the end. Yeah, and there's that sweet tomato flavor a little bit at the end, and it balances it really nicely. Cool. Yeah, and it's it's not an overwhelming uh, tomato flavor or anything like that. It's not. No, it's gonna, not tomato juice in a, no, in a no, beer. No, it's, it's not. The, it's just you get this nice little sweet kick at the end from it. But it, it's you know as compared to like most sours, they're going to finish really really dry. This is kind of dry up front, a little sweet in the end, and then it finishes off dry. But it's not. Uh, you know, typically when you get a sour, you get a lot of the sweet, the, the the fruit, whatever up front, and then it'll finish really dry. Yeah, this kind of goes in reverse a little bit. We, the way it is. We like sours, and the, you know, it seems like um, it's hard to get people to try them. Because yeah, it's people a, hear it's sour. A, it's a growing niche, though, I'll tell you is. that. More and more people are trying them and enjoying them. It's like West Coast, and it's slowly coming this way. Yeah. And when uh, when when you first tell somebody when they come in, hey, it's sour tomato, well, what does that mean? They uh -huh. have their first taste, and they never had a sour before. That, that look on their face yeah. is priceless. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first, like when somebody's coming from a commercial beer and gets like a double Imperial IPA for their first yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. beer. What? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever put lemon drops on a baby's tongue and watch <laughs> the faces they make? Uh, I think we need to make a call right now, so yeah. we're going to take a break. No. <laughs> what? Well, you know, TPA. Just saying. TPA. C. What? I don't need an accountant for anything. <laughs> I'm talking about putting lemon drops on the baby's tongue. Child Protective it, Services. Oh, not, come on, man. <laughs> not AS. Whatever. I know. Anyway. Sour uh, faces are funny. That's the only thing I'm trying to establish here. Damn, go on. <laughs> no, that's the, the the sour beer thing is definitely a growing niche in the market. You you see a lot more uh, coming out that the issue is, you were saying you didn't use Britannomyces, a lot of smaller breweries are afraid to get into that because, you know, really what this is, you're, you're infecting a beer. It's, it's a bacteria type thing. It's, it's a bug that you're putting in the beer. And it's, it's kind of a dangerous thing because once that gets in your brewery, it's really hard to get out because it infects pretty much everything. You have to have a designated equipment for that beer to be made because otherwise you're going to wind up having sour IPAs. You're going to have sour everything because it gets in there and it grows because Britannomyces, once that gets into the beer, that's actually a really long, if, there's beers that have been brewed strictly, I, I think off the top of my head, Wild at Heart from Brewery Gang was brewed stri like strictly with Britannomyces to bottle age. Like that will age for years and years to come because Britannomyces lives a very, very long time. It's even you know longer living than most yeast. So once you get that into your, your brew house, it kind of gets really, really dangerous. A lot of breweries are hesitant to do that, but you see some of the larger breweries doing that because they have designated equipment just 
to those lines of doing sour beers. And there's several different ways of making sour yeah. beers too. It's not just one way. And you guys are picking one way. And yeah. the, they do it in the in the uh, big barrels. And in, in other big breweries, they do it in uh, the spontaneous stuff that over yep. in Europe and that. And so there's several different ways to make it. And so those of you that are brewing, uh, sometimes it's real difficult, isn't it, to make yeah. oh, sour yeah. beer versus oh, yeah. just uh, some other uh, Yeah, this is a style. tough one to do as a home brewer. Yeah. Sour beers are, are pretty tough to pull off. You have to have a, a controlled yeah. a controlled environment. Like um, what we do for the for the two days, it is kept at uh, um, 120 and blanketed with CO2. So no oxygen can get at it. Yeah. And it can't go, you know. Can't it, escape. Yeah, yeah it can take off if you don't keep it controlled. It'll yeah, take yeah. off big time. Yeah, at that temperature, uh, lactobacillus, is, lactobacillus is created, and uh, it does its job, but nothing else does. And then after that, we just we do a normal boil and uh, finish it off and hop it the way we would, like like a pale ale almost. Um, okay. Then like, this was our what was this, our fourth sour beer that we did. The first one was just called Sour Batch Number One because it was and it was one. a lot more <laughs> sour than this. That was we did a three day sour on that or three day mash, and then we did our uh, sour pear. Sour pear, which we got pears from the, my neighbor's tree, was pretty cool. <laughs> did they, they, they know? know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they knew. They knew. Um, and then then the uh, third one we did last summer was a sour dark sour cherry. Oh, okay. Yeah, and that one, uh, I think we had that at the... Is that what I was going to ask when you had the festival? Yeah, it was at the beer okay. festival last time, yeah. Okay. Oh, it was good. That's, it's, it's good because it, it's a style that once you have and you get uh, the taste buds acclimated to it, you love it. It's just the, the initial taste is kind of awkward to some people because when they think beer, they already have preconceived notions. They think sour beer is bad beer, like it yeah. went bad or something. And It's not supposed to be that way. They think sour beer, oh, you mean like the can I left in my trunk to <laughs> age for a couple of months over the summer? Well, no, that's a skunked beer. That's totally different than sour beer. So like, you, you have these preconceived notions going into it, but it's, it's really, when you find the right one, like we've talked about IPAs and stuff, when you find the right beer in that style... As an introductory into it, you'll you'll love it. it. You can't if you try one. Like if you had a sour beer and say, "Oh, I don't like that because of whatever reason," it's just find the right one to to try that'll really get you into that style, and then you can kind of build on it. And for those that don't never had a sour beer, I ask them to, like, "Do you like sour candy?" Like usually, if they like mm-hmm. sour candy, they'll be more inclined to like a sour beer rather oh, yeah. than like, "Oh no, I like sweet stuff and chocolate." But sour candy, I like them. Yeah, sour candy, that flavor, that tartness. Yeah. yeah. Well, then a lot of times they'll like the sour beers too. You usually tell people it's kind of like a, a tart lemonade or something mm-hmm. like this, and then this one's not a, a real aggressive sour. No. It, it's 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 actually quite refreshing. That's excellent, man. Also on tap in the tap room. Yes, excellent. So available, man. What are you doing today? <laughs> Break Come on down, company man. We'll be open noon till five. Definitely, all good stuff. Um, Derek, Freddie, we have more beer to drink here, don't we? Do. We? we do from Breaker Brewing Company. That's outstanding. Um, we have more beer from them. I'm I brought in a special out. bottle. Yes, you and do have a special bottle we, from deep uh, in your doldrums, there, I, man. I do to celebrate my win last week. Excellent. <laughs> to celebrate your win in what? We, we did. A, oh yeah, you weren't here. Uh, we no, did I wasn't a, here. We did our blind IPA tasting last week. Oh, that's week. cool. We each brought a beer. Oh, for real. It was good. It was rigged. Oh, it was rigged. <laughs> oh so in other words, you lost. Okay, that's rigged. good. Um, I'll get the full story first off the air before I talk about it on the air. And we'll be back after this short break on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. All right, we're back here. Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. I'm here with Dirty Derek, Dr. Johnny Blindside, and our fine friends from Breaker Brewing Company bringing in their fine brews 
from their tap room. Are any of these brews not on tap in the tap room? No, all these are on tap. We filled them up Excellent. this morning. It's good stuff, man. All available for you to come down and enjoy today, noon till 5. Help till them five. Help them uh, empty the kegs. Yes. <laughs> help them they empty need, the kegs. They need your help. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Drinkers then. wanted, right? Oh, yeah. All right, then, without further ado... Dirty Derek, you want to get us on to our next fine brew from Breaker Brewing Company. Yeah, this is uh, this is the the coconut saison, and uh, I'll let the guys talk about this. That's one. What I was this gonna, is, make sure you say the name. I think it, it's great the name that appears before the the style of it. You know, yeah. the, the name part. Explain that part to us. This, this one was uh, we we brewed this one a couple years ago. Uh, it was just it was called Quiet Canary Saison. That was our summer saison that we were doing, and this year we decided to just mix it up a little bit. And we uh, added coconut. Mark's pushing my glass with <laughs> And the, the canary part, for those that don't know from the area, the canary come from the coal, mine. coal mines. Canary in the coal mine, yep. Okay. If the canary was... If it was quiet. Quiet, <laughs> it was probably dead and you should probably leave. <laughs> oh, but, wow. but the Saison, the Saison originally was about 7 or 8%. So you figure, you know, if you have a few of them, you become a quiet canary. Nice, um, nice. So, uh, but this summer we decided to change it up a little bit. We uh, added coconut to it just, just to mix it up. And, uh, and it's been, we, this is our second batch we did this year already. Uh, first batch went out in probably like less than a week out of the tap room. Wow. Um, but you're, you're, Derek, you're a coconut fan. Oh, I love coconut. No, it's, it's, it's really good. It's really refreshing. I mean, I, if you're a fan of coconuts, it's great. Um, especially balanced with the Saison because you have that, that nice refreshing quality of it already that, you know, that's what they're made to be. And uh, you have like a lot of nice coconut. It's not overwhelmingly coconut. It's not going to. spicy uh, coconut pie. Spicy coconut wow. pie yeah. saison. <laughs> I like that. At the end of it, just tastes like that yeah, coconut had, cream pie. It, kind it of has stuff. like a yeah. creaminess to it from from the coconut. You can see it in the in the when you look at it, you can see the the cloudiness of it. It has like a little bit of a, a cream to it, but oh, it, it's it's really refreshing. Really, and it's not heavy at all. It's it's you know it has the saison qualities. They are definitely there. And what's um, the alcohol in this one now? Oh, this guy is five percent. Five. Wow. Very session. <laughs> yeah. Ding, 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 session ding, ding, bear. <laughs> Good. No, that's really, I mean, that, that falls right within the guidelines that you want for this kind of beer for, for a Saison. And it's just, it's really, really refreshing, really enjoyable, really well balanced. And it still has, it, it's it's not a really, really dry finish, but it still finishes dry. But the coconut kind of lingers around a little bit, which is what you'd want when you're having, you know, that kind there of. There was some people that um, said it's like a pina colada beer. You know, yeah, it has, it has like that coconutty mm-hmm. going on. Yeah. But, uh, other than that, um, I just think it's more of a coconut Saison myself. But, uh. <laughs> If you like peen, you can, uh, <laughs> You knew it was coming, right? He was over there. I was over the smirk with some, like, something's coming. Getting caught in the rain. <laughs> All right, there you go. Delicious. We're, Delicious. If you have anybody that likes coconut, you'll enjoy oh, yeah. this beer. Very refreshing. And, uh, even, if you nice. just, even if you like Saison, I mean, this is, this is a great one to try. I mean, Saison's another nice. style that, uh, you know, has a really good following that's starting to build up a lot because it's a really. It, it's become different in America because they're typically a lot heavier in uh, alcohol than, than, you know, in the Belgian counterparts. But it's starting to really grow because it's it's a really great introductory craft beer because it's not offensive. It's not overwhelming. Uh, it's very refreshing and it falls in line with a lot of lighter beers. And just having the addition of, of coconut takes a beer that, you know, typically in Saison's, all you're really getting, the, the taste is the yeast. That's what the taste of a Saison is, is the yeast. So the addition to coconut, it really melds well with, with the, the yeast into this. It's usually a, t- a spicier, tangy, yeah. uh, you know, a kind of a... And, it, and instead of the spice up front, it becomes a background note on this. And that's what, what's really nice with this, is that the coconut really balances well within this. So you use the, the exact right amount. 
All right. Thank you. <laughs> Delicious. Thanks, guys. Wow, that's cool. You nailed that right on the head, I guess, there, Derek. <laughs> They're quite pleased. <laughs> everyone's smiling and everyone's drinking. You can't, uh, you can't complain about that. Yum, coconut beer. Morning <laughs> coconut beer. Why not? Can't beat morning coconut beer here. from the bra- And this is, once again, like you said, on tap, stop down. What a great lunchtime. Would this be better with a dessert, you think? Derek, would that be a de- oh, dessert this be, beer? This would be a really good dessert beer. For real? Have this with like uh, any kind of like creamy. Even if you even want to have it the coconut, I mean, it's, it's really a good. Nice there, brunch beer, I think, too. Yeah. Anything if for you brunch, served you know? a beer so. that was pr- uh, that had a strong coconut taste, it was coconut beer mm-hmm. with like a coconut cream pie, and it could be a dumb question: Is that too much? For that setting, do you think? No, I mean, feel like coconut. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all right. Really, when you're when you're going to do a beer pairing, you either want uh, complementary. Or you want one to play off one another. Like you, you either want the flavors to complement one another or be opposite of one another. And then just kind of work well with it, depending on what you're going for. And if you really want, for a dessert beer, you're going to want something that's complementary with this. You don't I have want a fruit salad with this. You don't want something you know? to contradict this one too much. Right. So it's a great idea. Stop in and ask the guys, too, at Breaker Brewing Company, yeah. what kind of beers, if you're serving something at home or whatnot. But if you're going to have food down there, they have food there. Yeah, now. definitely. Yeah. But uh, for all different ways. Like, people are going to come down, they're going to eat. But it's important, too, when people can come somewhere and, you know, fi- fill up a couple uh, growlers and then you take them out. And it's because you're pairing them off. Uh, with stuff that you may be serving. It might just be something, you want. got some special kind of coconut bites for a little wild baby shower, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, you know. Think about how some of those... Where did you just come from, Texas? I know, where that accent come from? It's a great baby shower. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say, man. That's what I'm trying to say. For your next baby shower, go to break wow, the no. Is that a great that? idea or not? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think we're going to be uh, hosting a baby shower in a couple of months. Wow, a friend of ours. That's oh. awesome. So that's not far from the truth. Who feels the pulse, man? I'm not so- just feeling yins up. I'm looking for the pulse, and I think I found it. You might think I'm being a little pervy, but I'm not... I thought Freddie was looking for baby shower sponsors for the show or something. Oh, why not, man? Find craft beer, served at a baby shower. That's one hell of a baby shower. <laughs> it's all guys that go. None of the women go. <laughs> all right. And there's, there's no baby. You guys have been here before. We don't know where this ever goes. It's We're going to have a, a wild road. party hidden under the guise of being a baby shower. It's, it's a code name. All right, it's a baby shower I'm going to. <laughs> oh, that is outstanding. So we got thumbs up on this beer. Boys, right? Absolutely. We do. It's kind of like you're being the you're yeah, tasting we're their beers and you're week. breaking them out. Yeah, man, it, it is really really cool. Um, if you have any questions or whatever, blast us on the telephone one eight five five seven 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 one zero two three eight five five seven 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 one zero two three. You can make it happen here. We've got the guys from Breaker Brewing Company in today, and they're open till five o'clock from noon till five. Noon to five. Noon to five. Stop in any of the beers you hear us talking about today. Stop in and try them for yourself. Yes. Yeah, we, we also have four other beers on tap. Right. Which are... We have our LFPA. Oh, yeah. We have our Lunch Pale Ale. We have um, our our Old King Cole Stout. And, uh, and he was a merry old honey soul. ginger. Oh, yeah, a new one that we, we probably could have brought up today, but it's a honey ginger ale that's on tap. Well, that's something that we're going to be looking forward to in the near future. It's going to be all kinds of good stuff. Happy about that. And the guys are really enjoying what you brought in for them today. And we came up with that real killer idea for many baby showers to be had at Praker Brewing Company. <laughs> maybe you'll get your beer happen. done in time. They could serve your beer at the baby shower. Oh, that Look would be that. awesome. <laughs> all right, we're going to take a little break. I'm not killing any metal today. i got to go back. We're going retro. i got to do some stones today just to make me feel good. And it will make you feel good as well. Here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, um, sports. 
Sports at 102.3 NBC Sports Radio.
Rolling Stones here on Sports Hub 102.3 NBC Sports Radio. I'm Freddie. I am the insignificant, significant one. I am the anti-DJ, if you will, hanging out here with my boys, Dirty Derek and Dr. Johnny Blindside. We are the beer geeks. Hear us pour with our friends from Breaker Brewing Company. Wilkes-Barre today having all kinds of fun, enjoying their fine brews. And Derek, take us away. We don't have much time, and we got some beer to drink. We do. We have uh, one final one from them, and then uh, the special bottle. Uh, so this is the, the Black Diamonds. You guys can uh, get into this one. Uh, the Black Diamonds are dark IPA, so uh, we use darker malts with it, so you can tell by the color. I mean, it, it's you know almost stout-like, and um, uh, we dry hop it with uh, Falconer's Flights Cascade, so it's really hoppy, really aggressive on the hop side. But but the amount of uh, residual sugar kind of gives you that hop chewiness, chewiness that are just gonna uh, make it smooth. So it's not really harsh. Yeah, you know, it's like I've had a couple of. Uh, Dark IPAs, and, and uh, I wasn't uh, a true fan until recently. Now, and do you guys prefer uh, black IPA or Cascadian dark ale? <laughs> you know, it's funny because when we came out with it a couple of years ago, um, the people were saying, oh, it's a Cascadian dark or it's a black IPA. But we, because of the way that it rolls off the name, we call it Black Diamond Dark IPA. So we're... we're You're neutral. We're You're mixing Switzerland. It, we're mixing it all up there. So dark IPA. It's cool. Which... Tomato, tomato. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just that's a label. the sour. It's just, the tomato. Okay. It's just yeah. a label. Some, some people like to put the plant their flag in a specific camp with it. It's, it's really it's the same thing when you you get down to it. Just kind of it's you have a, some purists that are you know that's what the guy named the style was Cascadian, but it's yeah, whatever. You follow a new guy. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Cascadian IPA does sound cool. That's I mean that, that's what he the guy that invented it called it Cascadian Dark Ale but it was really when Stone came out with I think it was their twelfth anniversary. That's the Royal Cascadian. I forget which one. The sublimely self righteous when they came out with that that's when the the Black IPA name came about and they that's what popularized the style. So I mean really I think Black IPA is more apt because you know what you're getting. Yeah. You, you know it's going to be a hoppy dark beer whereas Cascadian Dark Ale you know. It, Kind of vague to some people. They're not really sure. That's serious. Some yeah. people, well, they don't know. Well, you know, Cascadian. It's from the. It's like the the northwestern portion of the country. Or some people might think, oh, Cascade hops, but yeah. it's not. But no, it's a regional thing. Yeah. But no, I mean, it's this. We do use. We them, use the Cascade hops. <laughs> you know, so maybe we could call it a Cascadian. The Cascade <laughs> hop. It'd be a cool dance regionally, of course. <laughs> this is a style. Uh, you know, we've we've had a couple on here before. It's. It's a style that some people either love or hate right away because the the dark malts you know add a little bit of bitterness to it, but on a different level than than the the hot bitterness, and uh, it can kind of play with some people because they're not used to it. It might be a little too harsh on some people's palates, but I think it's one of those ones. Another one of those styles like you find a good introductory one, and you're in. I'm getting looked at. What? No, man, oh, I'm just oh, listening that, to you. Damn it! And some people who, who Floyd. might only like <laughs> paranoid Floyd. That's a good one. Um, some people who who like the, the hoppy beers and are real IPA fans might not like something with yeah. uh, more of this kind of malt in it and these kind of ingredients because they like the, the pure, drier stuff. It's just like you said, a little richer, a little little heavier, and a little uh, heftier. Right. It's a yeah. tough it's a tough spot to to have one because you have the people that are loyal to dark beers, a lot of the, the stouts and the porters, and you have people that are loyal to you know the hoppier, lighter beers, the IPAs and the, the pale ales. Very rarely do those two overlap and agreeing with a lot of stuff. So it's kind of a tough one to, to, to get. But I mean, when you when you have this one and you find the right one, it's it's a perfect melting point for both of them because you have 
you know, now we're in, in the, the summer, you really don't want to have like a really heavy Russian imperial stuff. I mean, you have whatever you want. I don't really care, but. Jeez, you know, thanks, you, thanks, Derek. I got permission now. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but I mean, nice. you know, some people don't really like to have the heavier beers if they're out, you know, cutting grass or whatever. You want to have a lighter thing, but you still like the, the stouts and the porters. Now, this is a really going to habit that's a good in between. You get a little bit of the hoppy bitterness coming through, but you still have that nice, thicker, chewy mouthfeel you would have a, a porter or stout. Gotta have a thicky, chewy mouthfeel, man. <laughs> Gotta love that. Good stuff. John, what do you think? When you're cutting your grass and chewing on your malt, mm. this, this is a good beer to have. Um, you guys said this was 7%? 7%, yeah. So, yeah. so this is one of the higher ones we've had today. But again, coming from that IPA uh, range, but still having a different flavor with the dark IPA. Cool. Did, did you say you dry hop with, with Falconers? Is that what you... Yeah, Falconers and, uh, and uh, Cascades. So that gives it that, the, the aroma that... You, yeah, you get that. That's what I was wondering if you what it. As they all kick back the beer at the same time, (laughs) (sighs) that's not uncomfortable silence. That's actually a moment. Yeah, they're kicking back and they're they're tasting this. They want to do it over and over again. Freddie's cute to speak, though. Listen, he's got gas. You hear the gas bubble? (laughs) (laughs) It's either I'm tripping out a methadone over here, or he um, has a bubble in his throat from that last swig he took. It's nice. Yeah. Some diamonds in your throat, man. Get it? Get it? Diamonds in your throat. Yeah. No. Black diamonds. Black diamonds. Well, yeah, I just... Wasn't that the heavy heavy metal guy, the black diamond, king diamond? King diamond, man. October 14th in New York City. We'll be going to see the king diamond. Oh, where is this at? Oh, I am going to the Best Buy Theater, I believe it is. October 14th, king diamond. So I forget. New York City. I, was bam, to, bam, 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 I actually bam, heard an bam, interview. Bam. Someone was doing. Someone was calling him to do an interview with him. Right. And when they called his phone, they didn't really know who to ask for. Because the king there. He's like, <laughs> he didn't really know the, the proper name, so he just called and said, uh, "His is, name's King Diamond." Is King is King Diamond there? Yeah, that's <laughs> his, his name's name. Probably like George or something. No, <laughs> oh, no, I forgot his name, but it's K, it's Lee. Well, it's he's King Diamond. That's the bottom line. That's All right, it. it's back now. All these beers I want you to know, remember, they are available on tap, noon to five, today. Today? Yes. Breaker Brewing Company. You want to stop in? Talk to the guys, man. See if you have a baby shower coming up where you want tons of craft beer to Co- be. Codename Baby Shower. Codename Baby Shower. <laughs> and noon till five today. Stop in. They also have a menu. Pair some of the different beers with the fine food. Enjoy the atmosphere. It's a lot of fun. And you want to talk to these guys. Get informed. Pick their brain, man. They're all about it. Or help you pair. They'll help pair uh, their fine brews with anything you have going on, whether it's for atmosphere, ambiance, or just the tasting, man. They'll do it up for you. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. See? What he said. I put a lot on your shoulders there, boys. Wow. Didn't I? (laughs) Feeling pretty good about yourself now, too, aren't you? Should be, because uh, you're doing a fine job. And if these guys are digging your brew, I know everybody else out there will um, as well. Cool. Yes. Excellent. All right, what do we got here, Derek? Well, we're moving on to the uh, the special one, the uh, the ones I love to bring in that are a little bit harder to find. Uh, this is, you know, last week when we did the, the blind IPA thing, I brought in the uh, Odell IPA. Uh, Odell is a fantastic brewery out of Colorado. And uh, what this is, this is their footprint ale. Now, what, what, what they do with this, which is a really cool thing, they actually, every state that they're distributed in, they uh, every year they put out this footprint ale and they take ingredients from each state. Like they're in 11 states now, and I uh, think they just added Texas this year was the one, and uh, they added grapefruit juice from that. And what this is is ingredients from every state. Then they age the beer in, on, on oak staves, 
and release it. It's classified as an American strong ale, uh, 9.6%. Uh, unfortunately, we're not up in uh, we're not up in Pennsylvania yet, but right. uh, hopefully as they continue to grow, because they're starting to really kind of get out there and making their way this way slowly, because it's not easy. That's what a lot of people, you know, why isn't this here? Why isn't this there? It's not like a brewery can just say, I want to be here, here we go, because there's a whole mess of things you got to get into and then legalities and all that fun stuff. Can't you just text me that yeah. beer? <laughs> so there, there's so much involved with it, but, I mean, they are by far one of my favorite breweries. And uh, this is another, it's, it's an American Strong Ale. It's 9.6%. Um, there's a lot going on within this one. Uh, this is actually one I'm trying for the first time now with everybody else. I haven't, I haven't had this one before. This is my only bottle of it, but... I, this is a good one to crack open for everyone, um, but there's there's a whole plethora of different ingredients. And since John, you're, since you're reading it, what are, what are some of the ingredients they threw in this one? Colorado hops and barley, Arizona. Uh, Arizona's in there. Prickly <laughs> pear juice. I just wanted the ingredients. John. <laughs> there's there's wheat. There's corn. There's chilies. There's barley and hops from a couple states. Grapefruit juice. Couple of weeks, so a lot of different stuff. Yeah. See John Reed. <laughs> it's, it's white on yellow. Come on, I'm old. <laughs> Where's his bifocals? <laughs> do you have them over there, buddy? Today. So, so what do you? Since you guys, now we can turn it around. What do you guys think of this? I, I really get the I, the grapefruit is coming through for me a yeah. lot. I, I, and it, uh, out of all the ingredients that were listed, there, that's one of the ones that I think would stand out the most. And I'm really getting that a lot. It, it's quite. It's it's good. I just read the ingredients, and it tastes to me there's a pineapple flavor in there. You get the pineapple? And it just... It, I, no think, I think there's a lot... Of, I don't know what the hops are using this. I, think, I didn't I think feel they like were in Hawaii. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's there's a, a good play on the hops that they've used in this one. I'm, I have a feeling they probably used some experimental ones or maybe even a mosaic or something like that in here. Yes, um, mosaics are quite... Yeah. So that's what I'm wondering if that's what the, could, that, that's what the note is. You definitely taste uh, the wheat that's coming through yeah. there. And that that's given... like We, we use wheat in some of our... Uh, heavy hitters, and that gives you a lot more complexity, and it, and it definitely, definitely uh, yeah, boosts up the body, it, and sets this this beer off. This it's is, it's crazy because really it's actually remarkably clear for being like nine point six. Like usually, when you get into that, it, you get a little bit more haze because of the amount of malt they put into it. But it's actually pretty clear considering that this is that hefty of a beer. Um, this no, is the, this is the sweetest and. Yeah, uh, American Strong Ale I've ever had. Yeah. Like by far, this is very sweet. You, you get no, absolutely no hint at all of this being nine point six percent. There's no heat whatsoever. There's there's no kicking or anything like that. It's it's actually really refreshing considering it's nine point six percent. It is. You definitely get a, a little of the oakiness also. Yeah, like that. That's it's. Yeah, which I I love that. And be like, you know, a lot of people with the oak, you get a lot of. Uh, this isn't as, as pronounced, but I mean, a lot of times when you get an oak, you get some of the, you know, from the bourbon, you get the, the vanilla, the coconut, a couple different flavors like that coming through. But this one's it's, it's more of a subtle background. I, I really want to see how they, how they brew this, like what they, what they did and what they put into it, the actual ingredients instead of. Derek's the hoping they're listening, going to send yeah. them out on a yeah. trip and <laughs> take them through the brewing process. Definitely. Yeah. This, this is, I honestly, like, I, I. I feel bad because I constantly rave about this brewery. Yeah, and we're saying we'll stop it. There's other brewers out there. Because I, I, this is <laughs> like. Because this, <laughs> this is just, I, I've gotten so many different things, and, and every time I have something from them, they're just really good. And, like, they're, they really do have a good reputation with, with a, a, a lot of people that have had their beers in the states that, that have them. That's cool. There's some they, brown stuff on Derek's nose. I don't know what that's <laughs> all about. But. Is that what's going on right before my very own Absolutely. eyes here, John? Yeah. Transformation. What do you think about this beer, Johnny? Uh, this is it's delicious. Um, it, like I said, for an American strong ale, when you first said that right. that kind, that, that style, 
usually tends to be more uh, heat with alcohol and that kind of stuff, but this is more uh, sweet and more fruity than, than I would ever expect with that. Very nice. Cool. So everybody's digging this, especially our guest today, which I'm very glad you were here, man. That was a lot of fun. You guys are always fun when you come out, and um, I know you're a lot of different places now. What? Is there another beer you're saying? What are you talking no, about? We're, we're seeing if they want, they want, they want more. more of course. Yeah. I'm sure they, they do. a little bit left. We can't, uh, you know. I'm sure we're not wasting don't. that beer. No, we're not sure. <laughs> Nothing ever one. gets wasted here. <laughs> we always find a way to, the leftover beer goes to the homeless. I mean, no, that's really not the best place to go for it, is it? No. Maybe it is. <laughs> Their life is kind of I think tough. a lot of them actually became homeless because somebody was giving them beer. Hey, don't be telling I'm me my future. Fun of that. I'm not that. making that's fun of that. That's there. a serious problem we have in this area. I am not making fun of people that are... Open mouth. Um, insert foot. No, 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 no. Because I'm backing it up. I'm not waiting afterwards for somebody to say something to come out and say, oh, that's not what I really meant. What I'm trying to you do is... you smell those brake pads burning? Before <laughs> yeah. I, no, I think I'm free-flowing. Hey, don't be trying to do any traffic type kind of <laughs> stuff here, buddy. I got that covered as well. Traffic's <laughs> free big flowing jam on, on the Freddy there's, Highway there's right now. There's a big now. jam on 315 yeah. right off the Pittston exit right now. No, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, really loved having the Breaker Brewing Company in today. From noon to 5, they'll, they're open. Uh, these fine brews they brought in for us today are on tap in the tap room. And, guys, thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Anytime. You'll Great be back time. again real soon. Thanks for coming, and guys. do you have anything? that is a little bit close to possibly being done in the near future or a new brew that we don't know about that we could look forward to maybe in the fall? Divulge your secrets now. Um, well, we're, we're going to be putting a, uh, a hopefully, hopefully, we're going to have our patio done before ooh, the end of the summer. That's yeah, a good time. Oh, there we go. Your garden type thing. And nice. Yeah, you know, it's, it's going to happen before the end of summer. I like that. Sounds great, man. I'm glad I asked. Uh, Derek, thank you very much for being here. Of course, Dr. Johnny Blindside. And of course, Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork, man. I am very excited about the ideas that I have for my downstairs. If you want the perfect custom-made kitchen or man cave, especially if you're down with sports and music and craft beer, you want to go to Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork today. Derek, tell everybody how they can get in touch and who to get in touch with. You're going to want to get in touch with them. You can get the, the phone number is 570 570- 654-1461. The guy you're going to want to talk to is Dave. That's the one you'll hear all the fun stories with. And Great time, and man. Plot all this out with. Great time. Definitely be plotting stuff there. Always a good time, and that's what I'm saying. So do it. I got great ideas. I'm uh, very excited about it. Everybody else that listens to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, we're glad that you could be here with us. If you have a brew or you want to come up for a tasting, man, it's always good. You could see Derek wherever he's floating, wherever I'm at. Of course, Dr. Johnny Blindside's always at Exit 190, man. Stop down there, Main Street in Dixon City, and check him out. Say, hey, man, I want to come up and hang out with the Beer Geeks. Let's do this up. It'll be good times. That's what it's all about. And Dirty Derek, well, do we have an idea of what kind of article we're going to be pounding out this week for uh-huh. the weekender? Even before that, let's get into. We have a. I've been lining up tons of stuff, but we're pretty much booked out solid through the summer now okay. for the show. So we got a ton of stuff. We're going to be doing uh, a cheese and beer pairing. We have authors calling in that wrote a book on right. cheese and beer pairings. We're going to be doing a whole show on that. We're going to be working on aging beer. We have that lined up. Uh, an author wrote a book called Vintage Beer. Cool. Uh, we're going to be calling in talking about how to age beer properly and what beers to age. That would be fun. Uh, we're yeah. going to be talking to Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn Brewery, which is a huge... Huge get for that. He, he teaches me lots of stuff when I yeah. read his book. He, he has he has numerous books to his, to his. He actually has the Oxford Dictionary book on beer. So I mean that's wow. how involved uh, he is with everything. So, I mean he's a really good interview to talk to you about 
all things beer. When we and we have tons of if stuff. If you have any questions or any ideas, go to the Facebook and the yeah. Twitter, man. Let Derek know what's going on. Uh, we're always paying attention to it, so let's do that up and make it happen. We'll see you on the Facebook. This, that, and whatever have you be. Uh, for Dirty Derek, for Dr. Johnny Blindside, for our fine friends from Breaker Brewing Company, I am Fast Freddy, and I'm out of here. I'm Jet Screaming. Consider yourselves all dealt with. We'll see you again next week here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour.